Greetings to those who watch below. Seeing as I'm still stuck in my house, I thought today we would take a trip into the woods, in our minds at least. Second thoughts, reading these stories, I think I better stay inside. These are three truly creepy camping stories. Camping Creeper by Error 404 Brian. Every summer, I go camping at the same campsite with my grandparents. Now, I was probably 10 years old when this happened, so I don't remember everything. This campsite had separated showers and bathrooms for both male and female campers. One night, I decided to go take a shower. My grand was a few camping spots over from ours, having a few drinks with friends, so I didn't want to pull her away. My grandpa couldn't take me into the showers, so I went alone. Stupid, right? Anyway, as I was approaching the showers, I heard a man probably in his late 30s screaming many things to what seemed like two girls. It was late and was pretty dark, so I would have had to get a closer look to see them. When I took a turn to the building, I saw a man that was probably the one yelling, waiting outside the girls' bathroom door. Me, being an instant tater tot, I didn't think anything of it. I was walking toward the door. I said, Excuse me, sir, people are trying to sleep. Even as a child, I was pretty brave. But something about him made me feel like I had to run the other way. He turned to me, and I could finally see what his face looked like. He had a scruffy beard, and was wearing a black hood that covered his head. He laughed at me and put a hand on my shoulder. I'm sorry, sweetie, I'll keep it down. After that, I rushed into the shower room. Once I closed the door and locked it, I guess he heard the lock turn, because he whispered, fuck, and knocked on the door and asked if I could unlock it for him. I ignored it, because I heard a whimper behind me. There was an older lady, and a little girl who I guess was her daughter. The mother was holding onto her daughter in the corner. This made me very concerned. I asked what was wrong. She said very, very quietly, that man is trying to abduct us. She sobbed and buried her head into the girl's neck. I told her that I would go get help. At first, she didn't want me to go near him again, but I told her that I know this campsite like the back of my hand, which I do. I think that that guy didn't realise that there was another exit. I told her to stay here and lock the door after I leave. I ran to the front desk and told the lady working that there was a man scaring two girls that were hiding in the bathroom. I could tell that she was terrified but she tried to be calm with me. She called what I guess was the police, because a few minutes later, I heard the sirens. I wasn't allowed to leave the office, but when I saw the police trucks leave, I saw the man in the back seat. He looked at me with such an evil smile. My grandparents were notified, but they never said anything to me other than, you probably just saved two lives today. I didn't really think about this story until now, many years later, because I just got a call today that my grandparents want to have a family gathering at the same campsite. Haven't Been Camping Since by Bear Witness In May 2009, I had just broken up with my girlfriend of almost three years. We had moved from Calgary to Toronto and were still stuck living together after the breakup as we didn't know many people in the city yet. 
Needless to say, the situation was pretty stressful and upsetting. So, when a buddy I was going to school with at the time suggested a weekend camping and fishing trip, I jumped at the chance. He grew up in an area about an hour outside of Toronto called Flamborough. It's really beautiful. Loads of lush forest, farmers' fields and small rivers and creeks. We decided to camp and fish along a creek called Grindstone Creek. It's close to some wetlands, and the fishing is supposed to be great. We ended up setting our camp in what was probably a farmer's field, bordered by a gorgeous forest. We spent the evening fishing, shooting the shit, and drinking some quality craft beers. As it got darker, we made a little fire and roasted potatoes and hot dogs. All in all, it was a really good night. We turned in just after midnight and shared a tent. My buddy fell asleep before me, and I stayed up playing on my phone until probably about half one. I must have drifted off, because the next thing I remember was being woken up by a high-pitched, yipping-type noise. I was kind of groggy, and it took me a moment to fully wake up. The yipping was incessant, and it sounded like a weird coyote. I lay there for a moment listening, and then started playing on my phone again. The noise was annoying as hell. I tried ignoring it, but it sounded like it was getting closer. Finally, it sounded like it had to be no more than 10 feet from the tent. At this point, I was getting a little unsettled. I had seen coyotes in Calgary before, and I thought of them as pretty harmless. They never looked much bigger than a smallish dog. But what if this one was rabid or something? What if it could smell our food? I have a pretty bad anxiety disorder, so I'm prone to worrying about these types of things. I nudged my buddy to see if he was awake and he was. The noise had woken him too. We discussed what to do about the coyote, as we hadn't bought anything to scare off critters. Not a BB gun, nothing. Finally, he decided he would shine the flashlight on it, and holler a lot, hopefully scaring him off. He unzipped the tent, and I watched him pointing the flashlight out into the darkness. I'll never forget what happened next. His legs suddenly went all wobbly, and he sort of stumbled backwards into the tent. He had a really dumbfounded look on his face, and he looked at me and babbled, It's not a coyote. It's a dude. It's some weird dude. Normally, I would have thought he was messing with me, but I've never seen someone look that scared, and I never want to see that expression on someone's face again. So I knew he wasn't pulling my leg. The weird yipping and howling type noises were still going on, And in retrospect, it really didn't sound like a coyote. But I guess in our groggy state, it was a way for our brains to make sense of it. Anyway, he kept telling me to just look out the tent flap, to make sure he's not crazy. At this point, I was having a full-blown anxiety attack. My heart was racing. I felt like shit. But I had to look. So I slowly peeked out of the flap, and waited for my eyes to adjust and that's when I saw him. He was standing only a few arms lengths away from the tent. He was swaying a little, and wearing a baseball cap. What made it awful though, what was really creepy, was that he was wearing women's lingerie. That's when I knew that there was something most likely very wrong with this guy. After I pulled my head back inside the tent, my buddy and I discussed what to do. Finally, we decided to yell at the guy to fuck off. My buddy started yelling, Excuse me, can you fuck off? We're trying to sleep here. 
the noise stopped. It was dead silent, and that's when we heard footsteps running towards the tent. They stopped right outside the tent, but we didn't waste any time. We started yelling again. Seriously, fuck off. We have cell phones in here. If you don't fuck off, we're going to call the cops. With that, we heard him walk by the tent and head off. Sounded like he was moving toward the road. Needless to say, we lay awake, petrified, until the first sign of sunlight. Then we hightailed it out of there. We discussed our experience on the way home, and we're both pretty embarrassed about how scared we got. It definitely wasn't manly on either of our parts. I think because we were both to shit. I think because we were both ashamed of how we let some weirdo freak us out so much that we haven't ever really talked about it since that day. So there you go. There's my weird story. I'll always wonder what the hell that guy was doing out there, or what was wrong with him. Sometimes I wonder if things would have turned out differently if we were a couple of girls. I'm not saying he was a serial killer, but seemed like he was testing who was in the tent. I guess I'll never know. And for that, I'm kind of glad. Disturbing Camping Experience by Cron Last summer, I was out camping with a couple of friends. We were deep in the woods and had built ourselves a campfire. There were three of us in total, two guys and three girls. We were in a pretty remote part of the woods, but no one was worried. Anyway, we stayed up late, talking about life, telling stories, and having a great time. At about half eleven, one of the girls, Ashley, shushed everyone for a second, and said she heard something. Once we were all quiet, Everyone admitted to being able to hear a faint sound that resembled footsteps, but we all agreed that it was a raccoon or something. Fast forward about an hour and a half, and we were talking, when suddenly we heard a very loud snapping sound, followed by a loud thump. It sounded like a large tree branch was broken off. Some of the girls were getting scared at this point, but we were able to calm them down. Eventually we decided to try and get some sleep and we were able to. Sometime throughout the night, I woke up. I have absolutely no idea how or why, but I did. I checked my phone, and it was half two in the morning. I lay there, staring up at the stars for a while, trying to fall back asleep. I then began to hear footsteps. They were very faint, and sounded like they did earlier. They began to get noticeably closer, and after probably about five minutes, they sounded like they were only 10 feet out of range from the small amount of light still shining from our campfire. Then they stopped. I waited, but there was nothing. I had a terrible feeling of being watched, and for the first time in a long time, I was truly horrified. I lay completely still, and did so for the next half hour or so. Somehow, I drifted off. At around quarter past four, I heard a scream come from the wilderness. I was incredibly exhausted, and only about half awake, but I know what I heard. It wasn't high-pitched. It sounded like whoever it was had a horrible sore throat or something. By morning, I convinced myself it was a dream, until on the drive home, Josh, the other guy I was camping with, mentioned it. He said it like it was nothing, 
Like, damn, did you hear that scream from the woods last night? All I can remember about what he said is that it sent a chill throughout my entire body. And it said it so casually like it was nothing. Like I said, we were in a very remote part of the woods. And to this day, I can't explain it. Thank you so much for checking out today's video, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Also, hit the notification bell, that way you'll know when the next video is coming up. And don't forget, you too can become a member of those who dwell below. Doing so will give you 24-hour early access to any videos, and also shout-outs at the end of every one. So, until next time, sleep tight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.